Welcome to Undeniable Impact, the official podcast of the Undeniable brand. I'm Rhonda Berlino, a certified life business and stress management coach. This is the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about gaining badassery from breakthroughs, mastering stress management, and rocking some resilience that supercharges your impact in every area of life. Making an undeniable impact is being your most empowered, unstuck, and unstressed self, creating expansive income and impact for generations. Now that's a legacy play, my friends. So let's get started. Here we are. Hey, Tamar. How you doing? Hello, wonderful. How are you, Rhonda? I'm so good. I'm so good. I have all my masterclass people with me. And um, (laughs) just so everybody knows, um, this is like the most gracious woman you're going to meet. This is a person that ended up in my life, no kidding. And I didn't even really know why. I thought I was helping her, actually. Let's just, you know, (laughs) we met, gosh, it's probably been 10 years ago, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And we were teaching, right? So each one of us in the real estate field. And you didn't help me. (laughs) (laughs) I put together that, well, it was a feng shui. Yes. Feng shui. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good. (laughs) One of those classes, right? And I said, you, you know, people really need to know about this because it's not something that is natural. And so the friendship that Tamara and I have um, really is hard to explain because it was more energetic and more divinely inspired, if you ask me, that it was purposeful. So we've been in each other's life for a long time. And the reason I tell you that is because when I ended up in a place where I did not understand the energy that was going on in my body, um, like I thought I was having a heart attack. So we've talked all week about stress and well, how it manifests in, in a million different ways and how your body talks to you, right? Well, my body was screaming at me. As a matter of fact, I put my hands on the wheel of my car and I was going to this very important meeting, very important. So much so that the, the question for me as my hands were on the wheel were, was, do I go to the hospital because I might be having a heart attack? Or let's see, do I go to this meeting and you know it's mandatory? And you know, this is a six figure job I've had for 20 years and this is what I know. And so I always prioritized what I did and the impact that would have on my life, monetarily, obviously, versus, okay, well, we'll just kind of take care of what's going on in our body and we'll kind of work work with that later. Okay, so this was a point where I was not, I could not work with it later. Mm-hmm. Seriously thought, the closer I got to the meeting, the more the um, pain in my chest, down my arms, through to my back, more that pain happened. So it was like, at this point in the freeway, which way do you turn? So I turned towards the hospital. Yay me, I chose myself, kinda. <laughs> so we got to the hospital, which wasn't far away, and I sat in the in the um, parking lot, and I thought, you know, this is a little dramatic. Really, I don't, I'm okay. I just need to breathe for a minute. And something inside me said, call Tamara. 
call tomorrow. She will tell you what's going on <laughs> with this energy inside you, right? And this was a desperate question for me. Like it had been likely on and off for weeks. So it would be the second time I was sitting in the hospital's parking lot. The first time I decided I was out of my mind and I should just carry on, right? And then here I am again. So I called Tamara and she was in the middle of, where were you? In a coffee shop in New Washington, York? D.C. I was actually driving as well. <laughs> That's right. Through D.C. traffic, yes. And so were, were it not for the, for the fact that the two of us had known each other for so long and watched each other as our um, occupation, basically, in life basically bloomed, you know, like we yeah. watched things develop, right? So she could easily see in me like, oh, it looks like things are good. And, and then other times I would see her and she'd go, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so remembering that conversation mm -hmm. to my people in the masterclass, this is an important thing because there are things that have been, have come across your path and even though you really didn't relate, like she often spoke of this energy. She often spoke of that, the kind of person I was, like my personality, the soul within me that was supposed to be a star. And I was like, like a crashing star, like a falling star. <laughs> Reminding you of your brilliance, yes. <laughs> you, I mean, I bet the people that are watching us both would say, I so did not feel brilliant. No. I did not feel like a star unless we were talking about one that was crashing down to the earth in about any second would like just, you know, like explode. So when I called tomorrow, that was the inside of me was telling me do this. And I chose myself for the second time in a row. Now that might not seem like a big, a big thing, but I didn't get to this state to this, like I'm having a heart attack state. My hair had been falling out. My, my brain, my cognitive power was diminished, diminishing. Um, confusion was regular. I wish my face was flypaper so that the information people were giving to me, talking to me about would stick long enough so that I could actually process it. So basically what was happening is that I was in fight or flight all the time. And in fight or flight, we know you have reduced cognitive powers. You have a very myopic focus. And, and, and the negative bias that we talked about during the week that says, when I'm in fight or flight, I know that I'm in danger and what I'm gonna look for is everything that's gonna hurt me. So you have to understand how key it is for me in fight or flight to choose me. Absolutely. Right? To choose to see something good instead of something bad. And this is, this is what you've heard me talk about, which is like those little portals of promise. And the promise is that when you think to yourself, wasn't it supposed to be more beautiful than this? This mm. is my life. Aren't I, aren't I supposed to be happier? Isn't my life supposed to be more fulfilled? Aren't, aren't I supposed to be someone who impacts the world? I mean, I don't care if it's by a great garden or by children or, you know, by painting, whatever it is. It has to mean something. And at that point, it didn't mean anything. So this little portal of promise had me call tomorrow. So the benefit for you today is she's going to tell you what I couldn't explain. 
and that is <laughs> about the energy. So can you recall our conversation tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. And we had, uh, you know, a few after that, of course, and then you enrolled in one of my programs, which was, um, you know, I trust was part of that turning point too. And it all comes down to alignment, energetic alignment, uh, vibrational alignment. So, um, you know, with your, with your program, it's about stress management and really like reaching out to people, letting them know, hey, you know, life is stressful. And uh, most of our dis-ease, our disease, um, uh -huh. you know, statistically can be related back to stress. And so now there's more information out there about stress. So people are understanding it. And if you said energy management, people are like, oh, I don't need energy management. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what it is. is it, it's uh, managing our energy. And people um, probably don't realize the, you know, the, the complexity as well as the simplicity of ourselves and life. And we essentially have you know, four aspects of our life. We have our mental body and mm -hmm. we have our emotional body, we have our physical body, and we have this energetic body. And they're all anchored into the physical body right now. Mm -hmm. We have a couple organs, like you're talking about brain health, that our brain health and our mental thoughts are interrelated. Our emotions and, you know, our heart center and our gut are all, you know, related to, to that. Um, and then we harbor trauma and um, anxiety and right. you know, all the challenges that we go through from the, the time that we're conceived really until now harbor in our body unless we, we process through and transmute it. And really the goal is to get all four of these in alignment. Right. And so, um, you know, at that moment, it was literally just breathe, <laughs> give, give some hope of you can get through this. And, you know, that kind of come to Jesus conversation of, right. Oh, you, know, you have it. You've been um, out of alignment for a long time. You've been yeah. denying your truest truth, you know, that, that part of you inside that we all have, it is in order for us to be of service in the world. And most of us do desire in some capacity to serve others. We must first serve ourselves and our culture does not honor no. that at all. And that is, that is a truest truth that in order to help others, you first have to really get anchored into your own power center, get all four of those aspects of you in alignment. And, and, and that's basically what we did kind of in that moment is a quick regroup and, and then give a turning point to then go forward from there. And, and that was all, that was all in the, in the parking lot of the emergency room. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm laughing now because it's just, it, it, it seems ridiculous that something so severe in your body, something that is so threatening. I mean, I'm, I know if you're like 20, then you think, ah, no, nah, I'm not having a heart attack. But at my age, I'm thinking, could this be it? And I'm still sitting in the parking lot looking for external help. But it's a good thing that, I mean, our symptoms teach us so much so much our body tells on us no uh -huh. 
you know, which is wonderful. It totally does. And so it lets you know what's going on. Like you said, the hair falling out, all of those, those are all, you know, symptoms of, you know, emotionally, mentally, energetically what's going on. And it's important for us to listen to those. And I love that you listen to your intuition. And, and that's a, um, we all have intuition. All of us have intuition. Mm-hmm. We, we might not cultivate it, but we have access to it. And I love that you honored yourself by, by listening to that intuition. And the more and more we listen to our own intuition, of course, you know, the more powerful we become. I'm telling you that um, listening to my own intuition and maybe some of our masterclass um, attendees can certainly relate to this. When we spend a lot of time listening to other people tell us what we're supposed to be. And honestly, it's not in a, it, it's not in a negative or forceful way all the there time. Sometimes it is. You get an ultimatum. Um, right. Yeah, that happens occasionally. Yeah. Usually yeah. they're well-meaning people, you know, and they want the best for us. And, you know, there's this, um, people will try to save others from themselves, but that's, you know, kind of like the worst thing that we could do for people is really, we want to empower them to do their own thing. And, and this happens in early childhood where, you know, children are just overly parented (laughs) no seriously it's kind of interesting because i have seen i have seen such a change and i mean if you if you believe that these are children that are supposed to be just little miniature use little miniature mamas and little miniature daddies then you're pushing a square peg into a round hole and listen we've all been squished in there I mean, I think I was kind of squished, right? So, so squished in there. And, and here we are then in our grown up life, still trying to live a life mm-hmm. in a squished up hole, right? Where you are a bigger personality, you are a bigger spirit. And you are trying, like, I can't tell you how many times I thought, I'm just too much, right? Because my father used to say, no one wants to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And he didn't mean it. I, I, I mean, at this point in my life, I don't think that he meant it in a bad way. I just think he was tired of hearing me because I can talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be an end to this chatterbox somewhere, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, as parents today, I urge people to be careful what they expect and what they say, because what they say becomes the critical voice in their child's head. What you say, if you, when you end up at a later time in your life, when you are watching your child try to live their life, Mm -hmm. I hope that you have said things that resonate with them in their head because their ears probably won't listen to you, (laughs) right? They will listen to the things in, in, in their head that you said. So if you said, who do you think you are to do this? That's right. something that lasts a long time. Yeah. Um, bucket mouth. I mean, that was like it. I'm sorry. My sisters are like ballerina types, like tall and blonde and you know, all that. And I was short, stocky and loud. So my <laughs> whole life, I kept trying to be smaller. Getting yourself down. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, so and in terms of the spirit within me, I continue to try to make myself small but powerful. Mm. 
right? And so that energy was like all, all kind of mixed up. Right. Um, and, and actually, I, I created much more energy than I could ever really outwardly. Um, yeah, you have a lot of energy. Well, you particularly have a lot of energy, and we, we all have a lot of energy, and it's how we manage that energy can be healthy for us or it can be destructive and um and not just for ourselves but for others too and so you and i both happen to have a lot of fire energy right and, um and fire energy is beautiful when it is radiated and it's illuminating you know you can have the fire that's like you know a bonfire or horse fire burning out of control or you yeah. or you can have the sun you know and uh the sun shines light on all of life and so that's the beauty of a star our ultimate star is that um you know we cultivate that radiance within us and then shine it on others and literally activate the sun inside of them yeah yeah and that they are going to activate that sun inside of them for other people too and it just it's ongoing oh you guys wouldn't you just love that i mean when you think about it life being beautiful in the way that you thought about it, if you were to walk into a room, if your love and your um, your well-being just kind yeah. of radiated to other people. So instead of that, depending on, like when she's, tomorrow was saying something about, um, when you were talking about, um, you can either be a fire hose or you can be sunlight, you know, one is, one is not so, uh, organized <laughs> yeah, and it burns organized energy um yeah and we and of course there's cycles and seasons to everything you know yeah but i i, I really think it i liken it to um our our managing our stress because i i know that if i haven't managed myself if i haven't looked into the things that i i need to look into um that the stress can be a helpful thing to help you get things done. Um, the fight or flight response is very, it's an amazing concept when it's used when it's in an adaptive kind of circumstance. That's right, but maladaptively, it will fry you. It's not sustainable. And especially exactly. as, um, as people who are naturally, you know, caregivers. Yes. <laughs> And so I find this a lot in, you know, women or in people in general that have a lot of um, yin yeah. energy, which is, um, and not yin like passive energy, but that nourishing, um, you know, yeah. energy that, mm -hmm. um, you know, that we'll tend to do for others and then not do for ourselves. And we burn ourselves out and we're not, it's not sustainable over time. And so it's important to really check in with, okay, am I feeding myself? You know, what do I need? And I mean, feeding myself energetically, like what do I need right at this moment so that I can feel healthy and vital and nourishing, you know? Yeah. It, could so water. it could be something as simple as water. Water is so important. And you probably talked about water in the brain. <laughs> yes, so huge, right? You need it, you need it to function. 4%. So here's a stat, 4% dehydrated equals 40% less cognition. Absolutely. 4%. So, I mean, it's so important. And when I think about running myself so ragged, it amazes me because um, 
we continue to expect our bodies to do something beautiful not and fulfilling and all that and we refuse to actually acknowledge it and do the things that it needs and i mean even in this particular time and you know at the time of this um presentation it's august of 2020 and we are six months into a pandemic something unheard of and people are sitting in their houses i mean the majority of people sitting yeah. in their houses and coping with things like carbs cocktails um binge watching hating mm -hmm. right and so and you know i'm sure there's a place for that that i'm not i'm not uh calling that down but what i'm saying to you is it is not good for your body yeah it's not it, and you wonder why you're depressed or wonder why the energy is so low and here's the critical part you may not realize as a person out there that's you know just kind of going i continually feel drained or anxious drained, anxious yeah. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so so drained is like the first part like okay i love that you mentioned that because i want to talk to you about this so there's there's this concept that okay and and my clients ha, have mirrored this so well so this is month one I work with high-performing people because I can relate to them so much. Many of them are women or identify as women. And they're like, okay, it's I shine in an emergency. Right. National emergency. Let me at it. I got this. <laughs> right. And so all the things, all the things, doing them all perfectly, like children at home, we have little play things for them. I mean, the whole organizing thing and they are just crushing life even in a pandemic month one mm. month two they're like okay well they let the schools out so now i have the little munchkins for a long time so mm. we're doing a staycation okay and i'm getting a little weary because i'm a little worried about this pandemic thing um and so they they began to feel anxious and the anxiety is almost across the board. Mm -hmm. There are two levels of energy going on in these high-performing people. That's One level crazy. is this back level that says, I'm no longer safe. Okay, the basics of safety have been taken from me and health could be taken from me and I'm responsible for these babies now. And this is a force that I cannot see. Right. I cannot control it. And that for a high performer is not a good mix. Please don't tell me I can't control it. Uh, right? <laughs> so that was much too, right? So the surge that I'm talking about is a surge in energy. It's similar to the surge when you go into fight or flight, right? Mm -hmm. The surge of hormones and chemistry, neurochemistry, um, the whole endocrine system your vagus nerve is involved the whole nine yards now at this point we've talked about the vagus nerve and, and having your nervous system regulating regulating regulated. yeah and the ability to feel safe and so that's why when this part is going on in their head the saying we're not safe this part that's going on is highly productive fight or flight right and so all the rushing of that day to day to day uh, stress response hormones creates what's called toxic stress okay so 
month four. Now, what the actual hell do I do? <laughs> like, I'm depleted. And I feel like I've been on a bender. Right. Like, I feel like I've completely lost my tiny mind. Now, I have done all the things. All right. Right? I have been a star student in distress. And now, I don't give a rat's. Not one shit or two. I don't care. Right? <laughs> the kids are over there. They're coloring on the wall. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I want out of this house. <laughs> right? I'm all this. Anyway, sitting in the middle of all that, drinking cocktails, doing the carbs with the kids. Okay, mac and cheese, here we go. Nothing against mac and cheese, but a steady diet. <laughs> right? So we're talking about the surge of chemistry. And so what that does to your energy is my question to you tomorrow, because I think that's all part of it. It's almost like that's a buildup of energy that is just going to run over you. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and, and there's so many different things going on here. You know, one thing is we put a lot of um, importance in our culture on our, our mind and our mental, you know, faculty. And really there's only so much bandwidth with our mind, just like there's only so much bandwidth with our body. And we can only, like we can only really uh, give to the capacity that we're willing to receive. And so if we have an, especially high performers, you know, and, and I'm, <laughs> Guilty. I'm a recovered perfectionist is, um, is that we're, we don't ask for help, one thing, and we, we do it all. Like, we are like, oh, we could do it better than anybody else anyway, so let's just do it. And it's just easier for us. Uh, that's how we've been programmed, okay? That's how we've allowed ourselves to be programmed. There is incredible power in this moment. So even when people are kind of self-medicating, they're just doing what it's survival mode, they get to the point where they're like, F it. That's when that's when there is some change that happens. And I so, yeah, it's like, it is like, okay, you take care of yourself. And so then responsibility goes back on other people. And, uh, you know, I've had this um, pattern before being overly responsible for other yeah. people. Yeah. And um, the, and once you release that and let that go and allow other people to be responsible for themselves and I, you know, empowering our children is, uh, you know, it was so important for them and they're growing, you know, not always doing for them, but empowering them to do it and, and to fail along the way and to be present with their emotion, their spectrum of, of emotions in that process. And so beautiful things happen in that gritty, gritty place. And, and so allowing that for other people and then allowing it for ourselves mm -hmm. and then taking 100% responsibility i'm responsible for what's happening in this moment and absolutely I, yeah and i get to respond as i choose in every single moment mm -hmm. and so learning what then does feed us so instead of you know reaching for another glass of wine it's you know having some water now that folks know how important water is um, to their mental faculty and to the rest of their bodies and releasing um, toxins that build up in our bodies, by the way, over time. So uh, there's so much toxic stress on our body just from, I, I, and I cleanse on a regular basis, but during this, um, this process, I did um, a, cl a cleanse where I 
had my hair <laughs> tested of what my toxins wow. were. And even wow. as a very clean eater and somebody who does cleanses on a regular basis, I had a high toxicity level of copper and zinc. And so I had to look through, well, what am I eating? What am I taking that has those in high concentrations? And how do I get them out of my body, you know? And um, there's a, it takes a, a bit, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but, and, and once you relieve those, get those toxins out of your body, your mind act, operates much, much better. So even when we think we're high performing, oh, it is nothing compared to where we can operate from and, and what we can accomplish when we're in alignment, when we're so true. totally in alignment. So true. So good points there. I, I just need to stop on those points because they're so good. So when it comes to, we think we're doing so much, we actually feel like we're responsible for so much, right. but what we're doing just can't do without us and all that kind of stuff. And we think it's so, so important when you get a chance to detox yourself from all of that consistent hormone stuff, all of that fight or flight, it becomes so clear. And then you can see, oh man, my brain was not clear at all. And I, I thought I was a rock star then. I mean, I'm a badass now. Yeah, just, just <laughs> imagine, right? My, my friends are like, let's go have a glass of wine. I'm like, mm, I don't want to give up my badass to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I love wine a lot. I, I enjoy it too. And you know, like this is, it's going to, the next day's foggy, you're off center. You're not, you know, you're not operating at a high level. No. Know? And that is the craziest thing because then, okay. So you began to, I'm just going to say this. My sisters will tell me I sound like a yoga teacher. So you just begin to vibrate at a different level and, and vibrated, yeah, vibrated. At a different you know, people used to talk to me about vibrating on frequencies i was like um i'm i think if i'm vibrating here i think this is problematic i'm a human not a vibrator like i'm sorry what does that mean but when it comes to just getting it, it is a vibe yeah and I, I mean if i talk to them my master class people up i could say this you have no idea what it feels like to vibe in a day without stress hormones when it's been day to day to day to day. And every day you manage yourself, it just takes one thought to get yourself into a fight or flight circumstance. Right. And it only takes one day, well, I mean, one um, thought for your children. There. Yeah, and absolutely. Your children to yes, absorb it. And they're being yeah. programmed until they're about eight. They're just a recorder, you know, they're um, getting programmed with everything that's kind of going on in the environment and whatever the chronic dominant, you yeah. know, it's as far as like words and patterns, they're, they're going to play those out for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Um, you see those little five-year-olds, <laughs> yeah. you see those little five-year-olds with like, I don't know, like a, a piece of paper up to their phone going, ah, I can't, I'm just so stressed. I don't know. No, I'll call you later. I can't deal with it right now. <laughs> I have a niece. I watched her do that. And I was just like, oh, so she's expecting, she's expecting to be at a place in her life soon where she can't handle everything. So she'll have to just call them later. So right. she's developing the avoidance technique. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and just like, I mean, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't say to her mom, mom, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> so they are like little recorders and in their little recorded head is the parent's voice, mm -hmm. which will then become their their Critical. inner voice. Yeah. yeah. Unless, like I said, unless they do some reprogramming along the way and there's, there's ways to do that. And I'm Certainly. sure, you know, part, it's part of your course and, you know, part of my programs as well. It takes time. You know, there's a, it's a process. But it's a dedication. And I mean, these Absolutely. The people that I know that are in this masterclass um, are dedicated to their families. And yes. when we know better, we do better. I mean, if you're a high performer and you know something else is better. Yeah, you're results oriented. <laughs> so yeah, we're all already results oriented. So when we know like, oh, on. I, That's can right. tap, That's right. I can tap into a renewal. It's a renewable energy. So when we get in alignment and we're tapped in to who we truly are, we have a renewable source of energy that we can get to connect with. Right. It's just like sleeping and eating though. You know, you have to connect <laughs> regularly, but it will fuel you in infinitely. And then you, it's kind of amazing uh, in my studies with Dr. Amon's clinic. Um, if you don't sleep, if you don't sleep and restore yourself, mm -hmm. you are, disengaging over 700 ways that your body comes to your aid to stop the aging process to rejuvenate you to help heal you and so like sleep is your best your best asset so uh, to me it's a non-negotiable and in this in this master class we've talked about some non-negotiables i mean these are these are not I don't want people to think that they are things that are so staid, but I do want them to feel boundaries. And yes. I think especially in this, this time, it's hard to make boundaries because we don't really know what's happening. So there's this, there's this thought, this idea that, well, we don't really know what's happening now. And so life is just kind of on hold. And right. so we're on hold. And I don't think anything can be farther from the truth. Yeah, no, this is at the time of our lives. Let me tell you, because I really believe, I believe we asked for this across the globe. I believe that our collective consciousness asked so slow for down. a pause. We yeah. asked for a pause because people are just going like, Things are expanding so rapidly and evolving so quickly, especially with all the technology and everything, and then our expectations and so forth, that I think people just are, a lot of people were out of alignment, you know, in that space that you were in mm -hmm. at that time. And because of that, that collective consciousness, this opportunity was created for all of us. Yeah, and I mean, uh, that we certainly don't mean to say that, you know, that my gosh, no one would ask for illness or for this horrible. No, but sometimes out of our greatest pain comes. Absolutely. And that's the thought process. That's exactly yeah. right. The yeah. thought process that says, well, what can I do? Yeah. So how do we focus on what I can do? How about I say in every single circumstance, there is something that could be against me and something that could go for me. So I choose, and in every moment, we all get to choose. 
And so whether you're sitting in your house and you don't have a job and you don't have whatever, you have an, you have an amazing time to center yourself. And here's what I want to say. This is a big thing. The answers come to you when you connect with your body. Mm. And I'm not kidding you one bit. Like, there, it's, it is powerful. I, didn't, I wouldn't have known that had I not been in such a bad spot. Right. Um, there are people who came to me almost as if their soul had been called to me to help me um, because I didn't really understand. Like in tomorrow's circumstance, I, I understand what energy uh, energy is because people tell me I'm too full of it. Well, <laughs> so that's not energy, but <laughs> but um, when when it came to a point where where I was asked to manage, I mean, my body asked me to manage my energy. Right. There are ways that you you don't just like flip a switch like we do in a light socket. Right. right? You have to understand what creates that energy. And I began to see that what was going on here, mm -hmm. what was going on in my head, my fears and the negative, the negative thoughts that I had. Um, and, and they're all fueled. I'm a pretty positive person on, on the general. Um, but in this certain circumstance, I was definitely on fight or flight all the time, right? all the time, because everything I did felt so important and it was so hard for me to get to it. And I also had this fear in the back of my head because I knew this cannot continue. Mm -hmm. You can't keep doing this to yourself. When I landed in the hospital, after I got out of the car, <laughs> I landed in the hospital and my husband and I were sitting there after they'd taken all these tests and made sure, you know, that I was as safe as one could be. Measuring the stress hormones in my body gave them all they needed to, to know because they had tested my heart. Of course, they referred me to a cardiologist, which right. is a whole, whole other uh, episode. There was nothing wrong with me, basically. So they sent me away with the same tools I came in with. Mm -hmm. and, and that's like the reason this class is so important to me because yeah. they said, go heal yourself. They don't get it. <laughs> they don't get the, you know, yeah. I know how, I know how doctors, those doctors come to me going, okay, so when I tell someone that they need to de-stress, I want them to do what you did. Can I send them to you? Right. It's a great thing. When it but, should really be part of what they're taught in medical school. It know. certainly should. It certainly should. But the, the energy of my fears that I just couldn't do this anymore. Um, let, I looked at my husband and I said, look at where I am. Yes. Look where I am. Why am I so mean to myself? Why do? Why is it that I put myself last? I made sure in my whole life, I've made sure because I was really, I thought that I was just too much. So I tried to be small. And in my father's alcoholism, there was a certain point there that I know a lot of, a lot of people can relate to. And that is, that is just that they could not handle your needs. Right. And so you just didn't ask and you forgot how to ask. Yeah. You forgot it was okay to have needs as a child, right? Absolutely. You forgot. And so as an adult, you grow and you do fly just like a star until like anyone, you need help. 
and you don't know how to ask and you feel, I mean, I can tell you for me to ask for help with, from anyone but my husband um, was something that showed vulnerability that frightened me like a caged animal. Right. Seriously. So looking at those kinds of things, I really had some, um, some pivotal moments. And in this pandemic kind of circumstance where people are called to, to come home to their families, to come home to themselves, yes. in the most difficult of circumstances, there's an opportunity to Absolutely. really see, to really check in, what am I feeling? What, what is my body trying to say to me? Mm. What do I need? And what I started with from the hospital, what I started with was, when I felt tired, I slept. Yes. And I slept until, I mean, there was, it was a non-negotiable. Well, yeah, and, you didn't need to sleep. <laughs> well, it also kind of slowed down the energy, yeah. right? The energy of my panic. And it kept my brain out of fight or flight. So I reduced the amount of additional hormone chemistry going into my brain. And so the energy began to change. And even then, so that's when I called Tamara and I have to get to this point because this was, this was something that I would have never, ever thought that I would do. And I said to Tamara, so what do you think? I mean, like, where do I go from here? Um, if you, if I need to manage my energy, what do I do? And she said, you know, like the first thing comes with, the knowledge of where you are and that you've betrayed yourself. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> I betrayed myself? Like, I'm like almost militant against, stand, you know, I stand up for myself, at least I thought. You know, I spent all this energy protecting myself against the threats that were, you know, like work or people taking advantage of you or whatever. The, the things were like, made no sense to me and so now it's time to build a life where my insides can match my outsides so who i am matches what i do and so because it sounded so crazy to me although it landed like perfect sense let me just tell you you know like my soul was probably saying to you Thank you. <laughs> Please, I've been trying to tell her. But, so I'm sure other people can relate to that. So, you know, some of us needed two by four across the head, and I was, you know, ready for it, I suppose. But when she said to me, you've been betraying yourself by what you've been doing, and basically the thing that I saw was I said, I said to her, and I'll let her finish this after that, I said, you mean like my inner hose kind of, given up uh, all of my anything for money. I mean, that that was kind of what it related to, and she's like she's doing right now. <laughs> I laughed and she said, well, we could start there. <laughs> so will you explain to the people what it means? What you're yeah, so, and um, you know, part of, uh, you know, the, uh, the insight I have, um, you know, beside being present in the moment with you, was also, you know, the opportunity of observing you over years with, you know, like this amazing, you know, amazing energy, you know, <laughs> that um, you were always promoting other people and other programs and um, 
well, you know, in out of alignment with <laughs> uh, <Not> myself. <laughs> and and, so and bored seeing, with me. Uh, yeah, seeing a pattern of when you were just about to kind of break out on your own and and have uh, you know bet on yourself that you would go back into it. And yep. then we're going to break out again and you go back into it. So um, in anywhere, any place in our life where something's not working, where we're not in joy, like as we literally can make money, be prosperous and be in joy and in alignment with our soul. And that's about, you know, what my programs are is you can totally literally have it all. You can have everything in life you desire once you get in alignment you can have it all. What um, will happen is if there's a, a part of our life that's out of alignment, we'll go through this pattern over and over and over again. And um, yeah, and so it was this moment of um, th this shift happens from going from a negative destructive frequency into a positive inspiring frequency. Sometimes um, that negative charge is just passive energy. Sometimes it's the positive active energy. But in this regard, I'm talking about um, yin and yang energy or uh, you know, uh, potential and kinetic energy. Everything's energy. And those are the two types of energies that exist right. in the world is when we're talking about the emotional scale and the scale of consciousness, there is a shift that happens where we have like hate, blame, shame is all the negative stuff in the body, you know, uh, mm -hmm. negative frequency stuff. Uh, jealousy, you know, like competition, all of that yeah. to um, there's a point where we go into courage and courage is that moment that you had before calling me, which said, you know, I'm listening to myself. Okay. And then you received an intuitive hit to call me. And then you got, you started to feel the courage and to apply the courage. Now, what could happen right there is it gets a little scary because it's, yeah, <laughs> You know, and so you can get to that place and you had gotten to that place over and over again. You had that pattern before and then would default back, um, back into your old way. Yeah. This time was different, you know, this time. And it doesn't have to go to this extreme that you went to <laughs> just so that people on the so that your students know you do not have to go to this extreme to um, step into courage. <laughs> I, I don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't recommend it either. But there's a. But if you're there, if you're there, there's some help for you. Yeah, absolutely. There's a moment though when we we become courageous enough to listen to ourselves, to honor ourselves, to become our own best friend. Yeah. That moment. That's where life. Really, for me, like my perspective is like that's where life really begins. I, we are. We're yes. always, you know, we're always on our path. We're always living our life and there's always expansion of consciousness. Um, for me, like, I just feel like there's a rebirth that, that happens there and we rebirth and rebirth over and over again in, in life. You know, it's, it's ongoing process. So it's not like, right. oh, that was a great, that was a not so great life. And now this is a good one. No, it's all good. It's all good. Right. It's, um, there are these moments where we give birth to ourselves and we step into a new um, place of the, it's even more courageous than before. And right. we get um, more gifts that, that are delivered to us. Our, our soul expands and it's just part, life is ever expanding. It's so beautiful. And, and so there's two questions. So I wanted to, I know that we're probably getting to the time here and I want to kind of wrap up with, with, Two, two things to, to share with people as a takeaway is that how we, how we view the world is 
how we experience the world. So one of the things is just getting back to, well, what's my fundamental belief about the world? Mm -hmm. And I choose to believe, and, and what I know to be true is the world is good. People are good. The mm -hmm. sun shines light on everyone. There's always right. a source of light, of well-being, of nourishing. So there might be clouds in the sky um, that will block the sun, but the sun's still shining. And so that's how I see life, is life is life. There's life and more life and more life, and either I'm denying that flow or I'm allowing it. And when we get into a place of allowing, just all this magical stuff happens. And so first is to just really take a look at how we view the world. Mm -hmm. Really get, get, get deep into that. Like how do I, what are, what are my beliefs about the world? And then up leveling that so that the, those beliefs will serve you better. So I remember uh, Lady Gaga doing that interview with Oprah, which was, oh which was a profound interview. But mm -hmm. in the interview, she said, well, the world's like a rotten apple. And I remember Oprah, Oprah just going, it is? Like, Oprah, <laughs> it is not a rotten apple. <laughs> and that's why Oprah's Oprah, and she has that experience. <laughs> but she didn't start out with that worldview, I guarantee it. You know, it evolved over time. And uh, Lady Gaga's always going to struggle with, um, you know, emotionally, mentally, with depression, with, um, you know, a host of those issues right. until she shifts that fundamental belief about the world. As long as she believes the world's a rotten apple, and I think that she said, and it's just our job to figure out how to, to uh, slow down the rotting or something like along those lines. That you was know, as positive as she could get at the time. Yeah, exactly. We're all, you know, we're all right where we're supposed to be. Right. Um, and it's reflective though. So you can observe other people and how they, how they uh, see life. And then you see the results in their life and you go, oh, I get it. There is a match here. And so um, just like the experience with COVID right now, people are right. using it, um, you know, kind of as an excuse of, business is bad and this thing and that thing. And it's like, ah, yeah, that's not my experience. <laughs> right. but, I, but going into COVID, I asked myself the, this question. And so this is one of the questions that I will uh, leave tools that I'll leave you all with is asking what if, what if this is the best thing that could have ever happened to me? Right. And then going from that place, and, and a parallel uh, question to that is, what if life is for me? All of life is for me. Everything is for me. Everything is working out for my highest and best good and the highest and best good of everyone. Once we have that shift of like, everything is good, everything's working out for good, there's none of that battle of this is, this is bad, this is good, you know, good, that kind of either or. It's both and right. both and like i did a post the other day i'm like regardless of who wins the election i am winning <laughs> i'm winning <laughs> so why while y'all fight about this that's uh, right of course I have to lose. yeah i of course i have an informed opinion of who <laughs> i choose to vote for however regardless of which candidate wins i trust it is working out for the highest and best good of all. Yes. 
Yeah, and, and it doesn't always look like the way we are perceive it to be, you know, so sometimes, right. you know, sometimes new growth happens when you're, you know, by weeding a garden or thinning a forest, sometimes new growth happens when it burns to the ground and then the new growth happens. So either way, new growth is happening. Right. And it's interesting because it's a, it's not an easy leap to make when you think about, so yeah, I have this six figure job or seven figure job and I can't just stop that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, this is a story you keep telling yourself because that's right. Had, and and it, that's what kept me coming back. Yeah. And so the most important, like, like I've told my students and like I tell my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients um, and my group coaching clients, I tell them, you get what you want, but you have to want it enough to make it so. And right. so it comes with changes. So when it starts with the non-negotiables and you are as healthy as possible, meaning your brain is working to your best interest, you're doing the things in your life so that you are in touch with what your body is here to do. Yeah, that's a big deal. My entire professional life, I ran hard and had cycles, literally cycles of, of, of like run hard to get the wall and or end up in the hospital. And what I realized was the, the need to be busy on a regular basis, like all the time, is a trauma response. Yeah. And really, it's a distraction that keeps you from dealing with the things that you would have to deal with if you weren't running. And right. so now we can't run. So I'm just saying, welcome that. That is not a snowball that is gonna roll over you. Right. That is a place where you can sit with yourself and realize how damn strong you are. Yes. You are, like seriously, how courageous you are, what a leader you are, and how smart you are, right? learning about how strong your body is and how how beautiful your soul is absolutely how beautiful and electric and like seriously magical i creative i can't even tell you how the difference between myself right now and gosh almost a year and a half ago right um seriously it doesn't take forever I actually just taking care of myself and letting the rest of everybody else's expectations burn. Yes. In, in, in 90 days, I had no stress systems, symptoms left at all. None. There's a co-regulation co kind of period to help you not slide back in. Yeah. <laughs> because, oh man, where's the six figure income coming from? Yes. And really when your personality comes to serve the soul of yourself and you begin to serve other people, it shows up. Absolutely. It shows up for you. So my, in closing, seriously, when you want a more beautiful life, you need more of yourself in it. And if you're missing from your life, um, there are things that you can do in this place, in this horrible pandemic kind of circumstance. Um, we see that people are reacting to their inability to run yeah. from what what triggers them. And so the reality is some bad things are happening and some good things are happening. And so uh, if I had the choice, I would hope that good things are happening, which is why 
I brought Tamara here today. Um, so I'm so blessed to call you a friend. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for all the help. Even when I, even when I did, yeah, even when I didn't know yeah. that I needed her help, <laughs> she knew. So, um, and I know all my masterclass people, um, there are people in your lives just like Tamara who are showing up and they are being there for you. And if you slow down long enough, you will see them and you'll recognize it. And tomorrow, tell people where they can get a hold of you. So I know she's, to me, she's a graceful sage, and that is how you find her on Instagram. Uh, you want to tell them any other places to follow yeah, you? Or is that so, um, I do offer a strategy session. So if somebody wants to hop on a call with me, um, I, I do like, it's about an hour long strategy session to explore your dreams and desires and you know what you really want your the vision of your life to look like and and then get get you on a, a pathway to get there and if my programs you know of course i'll share what i have for programs and if one of those is a match for you and uh, we're a match for each other you know i will invite you to come along for a journey so the idea here is there are people who are in a place where this will open a window of opportunity for them. And there are those who might already be at that place and need something else. But the, 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 the main intention for my masterclass is to give you tools so that you see that even when it seems that there is no way out, there's a way in and that is the ticket that is a ticket. You are the ticket. You are a badass and you can't forget it. You can't deny it. So <laughs> anyway, we will talk soon. Thank you all Thank so you much. Thank you. All right. Wonderful. Take care. Ciao. All right. Well, hey, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're ready to go to another level, get your performance to another level without risking your health and your relationships. Don't forget to go to theundeniablebrand.com. Let me be your coach. Let me spend the first of each month with you giving you a personal development seminar. Let me help you get unstuck, break through your emotional blocks, find your real clarity, your real passion, and your purpose, and then implement the habits you know you need to implement. To change your life by getting a coach to give you some expert guidance specific to your desired outcome. And listen, you're here for a reason. You got as far as you could get. You're here. You achieve so much in your life, but to go to another level requires another level of mindset, another level of discipline, and another level of direction and community and consistency. You have an undeniable drive. So let's get it healthy fully producing on your terms. And that's what my coaching program is all about. So book a free clarity session at theundeniablebrand.com. And hey, we'll see you on the next episode of Undeniable Impact. Be well.